Welcome to Small Talks, where we have small talks about a big God. I'm Crystal. Let's talk. Have you ever felt like the grass looked greener on the other side? I know we've all been there when we've compared what we had with someone else. It looked better, and it caused us to pursue something that was not meant for us. I want you to see today that comparison can be expensive. Let me show you what I mean. In the book of 1 Samuel chapter 8, you will find an interesting story. Samuel was an upright judge of the children of Israel for many years and eventually he grew old. He appointed his sons to help him with some of his judge duties, but they were not like their father. They were greedy for money. The scripture says they accepted bribes and perverted justice. The children of Israel began to get worried because it looked like the sons were not going to judge the nation properly. So the elders got together and approached Samuel and said this in 1 Samuel chapter 8 verse 5. They said, you are owed and your sons do not follow your ways. Now appoint a king to lead us such as the other nations have. See, the Israelites felt like the system that God put in place was no longer meeting their needs, so they asked for a king. At some point, the Israelites compared what they had with other nations. They felt like their system was broken and what neighboring nations were doing looked better. The grass looked greener on the other side. And this is how comparison seeps in. The moment you become discontent, or start to feel like what God has given you is flawed, insufficient, or not working, that's when you start to compare yourself to others. Discontentment precedes comparison. I don't know, maybe you are discontent with the level of gifts and talents you have, or maybe when you look at your resources from God, like your job, your house, or car, you may feel like it's not enough. When you do that, you have made man the standard instead of God. That's exactly what the children of Israel did. When Samuel took their request for a king to God, the Lord said to Samuel in verse seven, listen to the voice of the people in regard to all that they say to you, for they have not rejected you, but they have rejected me from being king over them. But the children of Israel didn't realize was that what they were seeking, they already had in God. They wanted a king, but the Lord, their God, was already king over them. In fact, he is the king of kings. When you seek things that you already have in God, you reject him as your king. It's like a slap in his face. So when you find yourself turning to people or to things for peace, you are rejecting God because he is your peace. He's the prince of peace. The Israelites turned to a secular model to bring order to their nation. And instead of trusting God and looking up to him for direction, they looked to their neighboring nations. They began to get their cues from the culture and the world around them. Let me just say this. When you are a child of God, you cannot get your cues and direction from the culture or the world around you. Because look, you are a chosen nation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, people for God's own possession. And the blueprint for your life is found in God's hands, not in the world's. Look, the way you get promoted won't look like the way of the world. The way you get a spouse won't look like how everyone else is doing it. Or the way you raise your kids will look vastly different from the world. So don't look around you for direction, look above. 
Psalms 121 verses 1 through 2 says, I will lift my eyes to the mountains, or some version says to the hills. From where shall my help come? My help comes from the Lord who made heaven and earth. Lastly, I want to point out the cost that the Israelites paid for a king. God warned them that if they wanted a king like other nations, it will cost them something. If a king would reign over Israel, God told them that he would take their sons and make them serve and work for him. He would take their daughters to be perfumers, cooks, and bakers. The appointed king would take the best of their fields, cattle, and donkeys for himself. But here's the kicker. Verse 18 says, then you will cry out in the day because of your king whom you have chosen for yourselves. But the Lord will not answer you in that day. Wow, that doesn't sound like a good deal at all. The cost of a king was great. But after hearing all of this, the scripture says that nevertheless, the people refused to listen to the voice of Samuel. And they said, no, but there shall be a king over us. The cost is great when you try to be like someone else, do it like someone else. You'll find yourself sacrificing relationships, money, time, and even your intimacy with God. There are three things that we can learn from this story. One, find contentment in Christ. Remember, discontentment precedes comparison. You won't be tempted to compare yourself to others if you are content with what God has given you. Secondly, start with God. Everything you need begins with God. If you need comfort, go to God first. Not to say that he won't use things or people in this earth to help comfort you and be an extension of his arms, but everything you need starts with God. And lastly, choose Christ over comparison. When you act on comparison and try to pursue your needs, wants, and desires outside of God, you reject him as Lord over your life. So choose today, Christ over comparison. Let's pray. God, help us live out this lifestyle of being content in you starting with you and choosing every day you over comparison. In Jesus name I pray. Amen.